0: Hi and welcome to Real Talk, Straight Talk podcast with Lady Gail. I'm excited that you have joined in. I believe that you will be inspired and challenged to dream big. This is the place where you are reminded of your value. My vision is to see men and women, both young and old, rising up to activate their limitless potential, who will boldly pursue their dreams and realize their purpose. I hope you are ready and set for today's message. Let's do this! South Africa commemorates Women's Month in August as a tribute to more than 20,000 women who marched to the Union buildings on the 9th of August 1956 in protest against the extension of past laws to women. The Government of South Africa declared August Women's Month and the 9th of August is celebrated annually as Women's Day. Now since it's Women's Month, I am joined by four phenomenal women who happen to be authors of an amazing book titled, Daddy, I'm Yours Until You Hand Me Over. I happen to be part of this book too, which is an honor and a privilege. So we are co-authors of the book. Interesting, right? Um, So uh, this book was written by several individuals who have a common story to tell. I was inspired to write this book with amazing uh, individuals, both young and old, who were open to share their journey with the hope that their story will impact others to stand strong. So, we have a total of 13 authors in one book, plus three young girls under the age of 16 who are part of this project, too. The aim is to bring hope to a hopeless situation and to bring encouragement. To a discouraged nation So basically the book You can hear the title already tells it Daddy I'm yours until you hand me over This is all about The impact a father makes In a child's life So these are Individuals who were open and Were bold And even brave to share their stories In the hope that It will heal someone, it will encourage Someone, it will inspire someone So it's a copy that, trust me, you want to get for yourself. So with that being said, I'm guessing you probably have an idea what our discussion will be today. Hmm. Yes, you guessed right. Today we will be discussing about the importance or the impact a father makes in a child's life. Because whatever is the impact he makes in a child's life, it also impacts the nation as a whole. But then before that, I would like to welcome these gorgeous ladies who have joined us today on Real Talks, Great Talk with Lady Gail. Ladies, welcome. Hello! Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Real Talk, Straight Talk with Lady Gail. Uh, feel free, feel comfortable, and feel relaxed. This is your home. <laughs> All right, um, before we get into so much, uh, ladies, uh, I would like you to um, just uh, introduce yourself. Um, I'm going to start with Lesejo. So we have Lisejo. we have Gloria, we have Maureen, and we have Bwipilo. All these ladies are from South Africa, and uh, they are my co-authors. We are co-authors together of this amazing book. Um, So Liseho, please uh, introduce yourself, and do tell us also about your experience writing your story in this book, and how it inspired you before it inspired uh, others out there. Take the floor, sisters. Okay, while this is busy, um, Bupila, can you introduce yourself? Tell us about yourself and yes.
1: Okay. Hi, everyone. Okay.
0: Can you hear me?
2: Yes. Hello. Yes. Yes. Hello. Okay, great. Can
0: you hear me now? Perfect. Perfect. Bipilo, you can Good. introduce yourself.
1: Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Bupilo Mokoti. I'm from Sushanguve. I'm part of the authors of the Daddy, I'm Yours book. And I was inspired by a lady called Gail uh, when she thought of us in, in terms of combining our minds together to share this book. Well, I'm a young entrepreneur as well, and I have a business, uh, I have a food business. I'm currently studying again. I'm a mother of two, I'm an evangelist, and I'm in a wife. Thank you.
0: Wow, thank you so much. Wow, she is an evangelist and she's a wife. Wow, a woman with many heads. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction, bibilo uh, Lesseko, are you back, my dear? Hello, yes, I'm back. Can you okay. hear me? Okay, <laughs> yes. Take the floor. You can introduce yourself. Hello,
2: guys. Uh, my name is Lisa Khomche. I am a 25-year-old, all the way from the Val-Ensi booking. So what I do, I, I am a creative and, and, and a founder of Lero Homencraft. I love reading. I'm an avid reader. I have my own blog, Book Reviews with Lisa Homche. I'm also a co-author, amazing book of "Daddy, I'm Yours," and "Until You Hand Me Over," and uh, a new copy editor at House of Yada Publications, which I really love. Um, I loved being part of the book, and I thank you, Gail, for being able to put us together and wanting us to reminisce about so. So many things. Uh, I love how I've transitioned. Um, as part of my, as part of the book, you'll see that uh, there's so many transitions in the book, and I just love how I've transitioned from one phase to another from being an entrepreneur to thinking that I was going to be a musician for my whole entire life and transitioning to being an entrepreneur something that I've never had prior knowledge of and yeah and it's doing good now so
0: yeah thank you wow thank you so much you guys are such an inspiration you don't understand I feel honored actually to be part of your journeys Uh, thank you so much Liseho, and we look forward to hear more um after this, we we're going to have uh, Gloria. Gloria, are we are you with us? Okay. While we wait for Gloria, sorry guys, we have an, a, a bit of a challenge with network because of the load shading in South Africa. Please bear with us. But um, okay. So while we wait for for Gloria to to get a good connection, uh, Maureen, are you with us?
3: Yes, I'm with you guys.
0: All right, please take the floor, my dear, and introduce yourself.
3: Okay, hello, hello again, everyone. My name is Morini Matala Mohatli. I'm a mother to a beautiful daughter and I'm a food and packaging technologies graduate. My profession, I'm a creative fragrance manager, and I'm also a director at Bura Project, which is my own uh, company, which we tend to do quite a lot of things. We, we like put our hands in every pot possible. And um, I'm also a proud Toastmaster International member, and I'm also a model signed up with GEPA Modeling Agency. And I love calling myself one of our hosts, simply because I believe that I belong to, 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 to the king. And I'm also a philanthropist. My heart is at serving the community, giving back to the community and making sure that we we do, you know, um, help those that are very much hopeless. And um, the last head that I was given an opportunity to wear is the head of being an author, which I would give thanks to to Gail for giving me the opportunity to be part of um, Daddy, I'm Yours until you hand me over and um, i must say that being part of daddy i'm yours until you hand me over has actually taken me back to when i lived a beautiful life with my dad whom he has passed exactly a decade today and um yeah so that's just a bit about me we'll get to dive into as we continue with the interviews thank you
0: all right thank you so much maureen wow so, so guys, um, one of It's 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 one of yes. the languages in in South Africa. It's Zulu, right? Yes, yes. Or
3: Or in, in Sepedi, it's Hoshi, but uh, Hoshi is, is Swana, but I, I feel it sounds better when it's a C. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: So, yeah, because <laughs> the languages, Sutu, Sepedi, and Swana, they are very similar. So, for those mm. who don't know our friends out there, so guys, um, Wanawa Hoshi means a child of a king. So, this lady knows her worth and her position, and she knows whose she is. So that is what khotsi means. So I believe you have learned something new today. All right, so we're going to go to Gloria. Gloria, are you ready, my sister? I'm ready. All right, please take the floor and introduce yourself.
4: Hello, everybody. My name is Gloria, and I'm from Pulokwani in Madiba Park. I, I am I actually... Hmm. Hello, can you can you hear me?
0: Yes, we can hear yes.
4: you. Oh, okay. Uh, my name is Gloria and I'm from Purukwani in Limpopo in a place called Madiba Park. I hold a Bachelor of Divinity from River Bible Institute and I'm also the founder of MYDH. It's an organization that is um, developed for the youth to help them live their God-given purposes by providing um, learning facilities for them. And um, yeah. And also I work as an administrator at the American Christian Leadership Academy. Um, what What inspired me for writing, for being a part of this book was Gail. And she made me realize that, you know, sometimes it takes a very powerful woman who believes in herself, who rises and shines in order to inspire others to come out of our cocoon and get to know who we truly are and what we are capable of doing.
0: All right, all right. Thank you so much, Gloria, that was very beautiful. Well, you guys are busy, hey? You are busy women, women with all sorts of heads, business, career women, Graduate students, um, I, I'm really inspired. I'm really, really much inspired. Hence, I said earlier that it is really an honor to, to be part of your lives at this point because I'm also learning so much from you. So without any waste of, uh, without any waste of time, we're going to dive into the questions um, about the discussion today. Um, so this one is a question for all of you ladies. So we're going to start uh, with you, uh, Bipilo and then take it to Lesejo and uh, to Gloria and then to Maureen. So the question, uh, the first question for all of you is that um, right now we are in the middle of a pandemic. You know, it's been a very hectic journey, of course. So I want you to share, uh, according to your observation and how things have been, um, can you just say how the impact of COVID has had on on, on us both positive and negative, because I'm saying this um, because somebody can be like, oh, wow, COVID is negative. How can you even think there's positivity in there? But to be honest, personally, I, even, I, I always say that it has been a blessing and a curse. Um, and I'll explain why I say that. But for now, let me give the ladies the floor to, to just share how has it been? both um, uh, the impact it it, it has had, both positive and negative in our lives and also around the world. Ausubi below, you can take over.
1: Okay, thank you. Um, I'd first like to agree with what you're saying, when you're saying um, it's a blessing and a curse. Honestly speaking, um, the pandemic has been an eye-opener to most of us. In the negative way, It has affected a lot of people to a point where there has been a lot of retrenchments, people losing their jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, There has been a lot of deaths this year ever since the pandemic has begun. So I would say uh, pointing out these two factors, I would say that that is how negative that is how negatively affected we are by this pandemic. And to focus on a bit of a positive, I want to say that COVID was actually a blessing in disguise because it has actually given us a chance and an opportunity to introspect ourselves, to look within our abilities, to find ourselves, to find our passions. because a lot of people were able to, to start and discover what they are good at mm-hmm. and how they can make extra, extra income mm-hmm. and how they can increase um, their, um, and how they can increase their current income by exploring um, different or, multi- or multiple um, sources of income. Mm-hmm. So in another way, um, um, another opportunity that COVID has given us, was that throughout this pandemic, while we were in the lockdown, there were opportunities that were arising from institutions, inviting people to come and study certain courses for free, inviting people to come and attend online workshops. And we have, we now using we are now moving into a world of technology where things are done online. So I would say COVID has benefited us in some of these positive
0: ways.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank you
0: wow spoken like a true entrepreneur <laughs> thank you so much that was very beautiful um uh, um thank you so much you shared such uh, powerful points right there because really um one can be sitting and saying wow yo this covid has ruined my life has ruined our lives look at us and uh, to be honest we we won't uh, um ignore the fact that it has impacted as in a very tremendous way because even emotionally it has affected people because when you lose a family member it leaves a scar or a lifetime scar and it's not yeah. nice um uh, at the same time, there you you did highlight things that we are learning. Uh, when four uh, four IR was introduced um, uh, a few years back, especially last year, it was being really spoken about that we're getting into the fourth industrial re- revolution. People people were very intimidated by that, and so. Others were like, I'm not going to get into something I'm not, I know that I'm not going to be able to handle. But guess what? Right now, it seems as if we are forced to so it, it has actually pushed us to that level whereby we we have no choice but to actually get into the 4IR and we are learning a lot here we are we're having an interview in different locations in south africa but we're managing to do it and it's a beautiful thing thank you so much we're going to go to Lisekho thank you so much um Lesirho, the stage is yours tell us also my sister how has it Impacted as both both positively and negatively. Impacted as both positively and negatively.
2: Okay, I was saying uh, I'm just going to add a little bit on what B. Pillow said. Um, I, I agree with when she says yes. Uh, people are losing their jobs. Uh, companies are closing down. Uh, again, on the environment, uh, there's just so much waste on things that are, uh, what is it, the, the, the face masks that are disposable. So a whole lot has been happening negatively. But on the flip side, oh wow, a whole lot of good things have been happening. The textile industry, uh, with regards to the uh, the face cloth mask has been doing good. Small businesses who were not recognized locally have been doing great. Myself, included, you know, I, I was a co-author of the book simply because uh, I met y'all during the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. I learned how to do book reviews and started reading more simply because of the COVID-19. I was a copy editor only because there was nothing much more to do except to learn new, new skills. Mm-hmm. So it has been good and bad and it
0: is, it's a blessing and it cares. Wow. Wow, that's beautiful. I remember I spoke to you earlier this, today and you're like, yo, for me, 20, 2020 has been a blessing. I was like, I laughed alone." I was like, wow, <laughs> that's very brave of you. <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, it's how we view life. We, we view life in a different way and we take challenges in a different yes. way. And if you're saying it has been a blessing, you know why you're saying that. And for me, it inspired me and challenged me because that shows that, you know, there, there is a way of how we approach life sometimes thank you so much Maneuver around life yes. exactly uh gloria are you with us <laughs> while we wait for gloria we'll go to 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 um maureen hello maureen? hi Sissy Yes, I'm here.
3: I'm just simply going to add, I think they've covered quite a lot, but I think on the positive side for me, what I've learned through this uh, pandemic is that um, we really need to save, like Mm. saving for me, it's something that came out at the top. And of wow. course, there were things like self-introspection mm. where you actually identify what's important and what's not important. Like I was just thinking, oh, my gosh, had I bought, say maybe I was like a millionaire, had I bought a Porsche, what, what was going to happen to it? It will be parked. I'll be in my house. So mm. that's where the priorities of life changes. You, start, you then start asking yourself. What is important? Do I need Mm -hmm. to have a small house and a big car? Do I have to have a big house and a small car? Because we ended up being in our own houses. And if you didn't do anything to your house, then it was boring. you. So Mm -hmm. those are the things that I truly learned on the positive side that we we, we identified what was important to us. And I'm sure going forward, that's what we're going to carry on. Like we're going to glorify what is important to us as opposed to what is really not that important. Mm -hmm. And on the negative side, um, for me, I think I was more worried because I'm more into the well being of people. Mm. And I do believe that the mental health was one of the things that mm. kind of went a bit high. Obviously, because people were just tired of being in the house. People got time to actually think of their problems and some. not able to actually you know confront them or face them head on Mm. and that resulted in quite a number of people being in um, mental institutions Mm. and uh so i i I think that's a negative we're just thankful that we didn't have really number of people killing themselves Mm. and again i think the gender-based violence as well it, it went high because The husbands who beat their wives were full-time in the houses as opposed to being outside. Um, And of course, the economy, it it really took um, a toll, which is Mm. going to impact us for the next probably 10 years. We are not going to be coming back anytime soon. Middle class will remain middle class. So for me, that's what I took out of it. And um, I hope that there will be learnings. And again, on the positive side, I forgot to mention this one. Mm. For people with businesses, they got to... Uh, uh you know to, to 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 how can i put it like to to find ways to uh, like there were businesses that were not that important so what they had to do is to find ways of making them important again mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. opening your mind to think more into okay i can't really focus on this thing alone i need to have it it must have a negative and i mean it must have a, a pro and a call you know type mm-hmm. of thing if i if you get what i mean yeah Yes. yes
0: all right no that's beautiful sure and what you're saying you just said something you know uh, with um i love saving saving it's like a, it's a big deal for me and um it's something that also i believe we should start even really teaching young people about it and it's, it's something that you've, you you learned. And it, I think it's a great um, habit that you developed, if, if I can put it that way. And it, in as much as we, our, our economy got so much affected and we, we have a long way to go in terms of recovering. But if we can have more people who develop such an awesome habit like that, I believe that if it was even gonna take 10 years, probably it can even take lesser because of now we have developed a very uh, good habit in terms of finances and how to use money. I always say that you must learn to be friends with money. We must learn to build good friendships and relationships with money, not to say, Oh, we love money because people have that thing of when you're saying a a good friendship with money, they're thinking, Oh, okay. She loves money. This one. No, it's not that if, if, if that's the case of saying you love money, it's fine. I love money. And I'm I love it by putting it away, investing it, or make uh, putting it where it will grow. So people need to understand that when we say you love money, uh, it's, it's not always about you loving money to go shopping. It's a different, you know? So you need to categorize yourself where you fall, you know? So thank you so much for actually um, um, bringing that up. And I would, I would actually like to hear more as we go for you to kind of unpack it a little bit. Ausloria, uh, are you back? Um, are you? Uh, we can hear you. Are you? Are you back? Yeah, we can hear you now.
4: Okay. Um, I will start with the negative side of COVID nineteen and how it has impacted our lives. Mm-hmm. Looking at the statistics, that um, I think worldwide there's about seven hundred and sixty thousand lives that have been lost and more. So that takes me back to one of dr. Rose quotes where he said that the wealthiest place on planet earth it 's not the grave i mean it's not it's not the mines you find in South Africa, mm. but the graves because there lies unwritten books, inventions mm-hmm. to be you know paintings that were never that were never done
0: mm-hmm. so
4: for me, the lives that we're losing, we are losing a lot of purpose we're losing a lot of books that were never written wow yeah we're all gonna die we know we know that it's bound to happen that soon we are gonna die but it will be more meaningful to die when your purpose is fulfilled wow. but imagine a people dying because they're because they're, they're infected or they've tested positive of covid19 and they had underlying conditions where their immune system were not strong enough to overcome it you know that's the ne- that's the negative part of it um the positive side of it it's that um being at home gives you time to have more relationship with yourself and getting clients to yourself and get your purpose like what you're born to do and what it is that you can do to actually pursue it you know what i mean so it even shows you that um life is short you never know what's going to happen to you tomorrow, so you need to take this time that you've been given and make use of it effectively as as you can. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what that's the positive side of it. And um. And more, I think the other ladies have spoken more of what I was going to say, but I don't think repeating it again will be necessary. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I don't. Know.
0: Yeah. All right. No, wow. Well, thank you so much. That was very powerful, Jerry. Yeah, sure. Like, you actually gave me some goosebumps right there, you know. Um, mm-hmm. The word of your word know, after this, I need to introspect. Where are you at? Are you doing what you're supposed to do? Because you never know the time nor the date, you know. So, thank you so much for that. Some issues with the network. Um, I'm going to, to go to Bibilo. Bibilo, can you hear me? Yes, I can. <laughs> All right, um, okay, people. Can you can you tell us the impact a, a father a father makes in a home?
1: Okay, um, thank you so much. Um, I've got a, a couple of points that I'd like to share with you guys in regarding um, the role of a father in a home. Um, to start with, a father is a provider, a protector, and a mentor. In other words, the family has to look up to the father. It's even biblical that submission is key only when the father also plays his part. Mm. So it's the responsibility of a father to make sure that he puts his family at ease by firstly providing for them so that the children and the wife, uh, the whole family do not have to go on a hunger strike. Secondly, it's a responsibility of a father at home to protect their children. A child who is not protected has a tendency to gallivant or seek affection or love or attention Mm -hmm. outside. And in that saying that, some children might fall into traps of men who are out there to destroy their futures, to destroy their lives. Hence why, as a father, you need to protect your family. It needs to be a priority. And another aspect, when I'm saying a father is a mentor, I'm actually saying that, especially to to boy children, boys tend to look at their fathers as example. So if you are a father and you are not cautious to your actions at home, to your language that you use at home, to punctuality, those things can also affect your children because children are like... Children learn from what they see, not what they are taught. So I'm actually emphasizing this to the quote that says action speaks louder than words because you can tell a child not to do something while you are doing the opposite. And obviously the child will not listen to what you say, but instead he will follow the example. Another thing that I want to emphasize is that fathers are a pillar. Children depend on their father's more than their mothers because they see that there is inner strength as there are certain strong points that are built in men mm. and saying this i actually want to say that a father's involvement or engagement in a child reduces the frequency of the behavioral problems that can be impacted in a child whether it's a girl or a boy and another thing fathers are influences I'm saying this because when I mean fathers are influences who are um, and actually are it's their responsibility to set the bar for relationships with others because how a father treats the mother is a great example of how you are raising your child to treat their wives or their children tomorrow. So those are the um, a few points that I wanted to emphasise that a father is a pillar and a father is. It's an umbrella that shelves or shelters a family, a wife, children, and so forth.
0: Thank you so much. All right. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, uh, we are back to Gloria again. Uh, Gloria, are you, are you on? I'm on. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. All right, my sister, you can answer the question that we are asked, the impact a father makes in a child's life okay all right so like you're taking me
4: to um the book of Matthew after jesus Christ was baptized by so after he was baptized um descended upon him it came upon him Mm -hmm. and he had a voice from heaven where god was saying this is my father this is my son who well pleased so that gave him power sort of him approval from his father so even when you look at his ministry you can see that he ministered with so much power with so much authority because he knew who he belonged to he knew that he had a father he had a father who was backing him up all the way so for me for instance when i grew up i was raised by my mother i was raised by a single parent and i didn't see much of my father so my mom did such an amazing job in raising me but there are certain things that you need a father there Mm. are certain things that can only be fulfilled by a father because like i remember in primary school i used to be bullied i used to get bullied and other kids will speak bad things about like about me and that gave me um low self-esteem it Mm. even took me to high school I even went to high school with that kind of, um, with that kind of behavior, like of low self-esteem. When when you're told to do something, you always feel like you're not good enough, you can't make it. Until one day, I received a call from my dad, and he told me that, you know what, my daughter, you're beautiful. I'm proud of where you are right now. You're doing a good job. I love you, and I'll always protect you. After that conversation I had with him, my whole entire life changed. Mm. And before that, I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror because I felt incompetent or that I wasn't good enough. But just his words, the words that he spoke into my life, it gave me courage. It gave me a sense of belonging. You know, sometimes a father gives you a sense of belonging. He gives Mm. you courage. You know, he gives you confidence in a way, like the things that he speaks. Even when the world tells you something else, when your father says you're beautiful, you will always know that, you know what? I'm actually beautiful. I'm worth it because my father says so. And there are other people who don't have their father's present, but when when you read the word of God, when you hear what the father says to you and you actually take it to heart, it becomes life to you. It becomes your confidence. So I think every single child should have a father in their lives, not mm. necessarily a biological father. Maybe it can be God, it can be a mentor, it can be somebody else who speaks upon your life.
0: Wow. So yes. thank you so much about that. Yeah, well, that is very powerful. Um, yeah, this is my son of whom I'm pleased with. That validation, it's what we need. From our fathers. Exactly. Um, Thank you so much for that, Gloria. That was very powerful. Um, We're gonna move to uh, Maureen, Um, my sister. Can you tell us the, uh, according to you, the impact a father makes in a nation? Because we have spoken about in a child's life in a home. So now let's take it now outside the homes to the nation. The floor is yours um it's it's, it's 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 actually a tricky
3: one because who is the nation the nation for me it's still the world because you, you get what i mean mm-hmm. so i i try to to think about it and the first part that i'm going to speak about is it's actually uh, how crucial men are you know in the nation and um mm-hmm. there's one story i once had um i can't remember where but i read about it where it says the devil is consistently. Uh, trying to attack to attack men, and the reason for that is because men are actually the carrier of the nation because they are the the, the seed carriers. They give us the seed, and we create the nation, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the other question that I had was who builds the nation? Mm-hmm. The nation is built by the men, so that's why I'm saying, for me, the nation again it will go back to the womb and. It's because it's, we are the nation and where do we belong? We belong into the household. And mm. it was a bit of a challenging to kind of divert, I mean, dive into it because I then had to then go back and say, okay, <coughs> fathers need to be involved. It is known for children from single parent families. They tend to have more you know, problems in, in, in grown-up life, and they, they, they just become difficult to manage. And some studies suggest that kids that were raised without a father and had no father figure in their lives are more likely to be aggressive and quick to anger. So then it takes us back to saying, we need to have fathers first in a household to create mm. a better nation. Mm. You get my point? Mm. We need to have them here to better create a, a, a better nation because mm. they can't be a nation without them if you get my point mm-hmm. and yeah. So, so that's how I kind of understood it that again, it goes back to the household, taking care of your family, being that person that leads by example, just so that you are raising kids that are not aggressive, that are not quick to anger, that are not going to be involved in things that are not going to be dropouts, out and let the university efforts or motivating all of those things. And again, we do see that um, when, a father is there, then it means we're going to have a better nation. We're mm-hmm. going to have people that um, uh, mentally, psychologically, they can handle so many things. They can change the world. They can do a whole lot of things. you know. And mm-hmm. um, they say, they say, um, I'll tell you now. Um, what's that thing? It says we cannot take away the traditional values of having a father in a child's life mm. because they do have things that they add to, to their children and their children to become better people, better people into bettering the nation. So that's, that's what I'm saying. It's a bit tricky for me to then put it there into the nation
0: because, yeah, like I have explained before. Oh sure no i I just love how you actually um I would say married all of that the first question that was for Gloria, the second one that was for Bibilo, and how you just put that all together because actually um that is that is the order it all starts home, you know um yeah. that's that's nice. why any they every time anything it goes back home, you know. How you were raised, or how uh, your childhood your childhood was, and uh, sometimes yeah. the effect of that um, yeah. do uh, become evident um, in a child's life. Sure, no, that's that's that was very really deep. Thank you for that. Um, we're gonna go to our last question. Uh, this one is for Liseho. Are you there, Hello, yes, I'm here. <laughs> All right. Okay. So Liseho. Um, do you think we have enough role models for for our young men, our young boys, um in our in our country or rather our nation and the world as a whole? Um
2: yes, I think we do, even if it's not for boys, but I think there is enough role models for everyone. With me, a role model is not particularly one person, is is a person that you can take something from and take it for yourself and use it for for whatever benefit, for whatever growth that you want. Um, Let's take Vusi Tembekoi, for instance. He's a young, intelligent entrepreneur. Like, you can take so much from him. I, I can't, I, he, he's a man. Yes, I want to be like Rosie, but I can only take his intelligence and I can only take whatever that I want to take for myself. There's just so much. Uh, uh, we have a young rising, uh, I'm going to speak on behalf of entrepreneur because I'm entrepreneurial <laughs> minded. So uh, we have this, what do we call uh, uh, this new brand, uh, Batu. But just now competing with like big brands is mm-hmm. is a brand of uh, of sneakers i think that alone is a big deal for somebody to look up and like wow you can start something from scratch and it can be a big deal mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah and we have we have you know, people like uh for women we have people who are bold enough to be themselves you know, you know like people who are, who are dead enough to be beautiful and believing in themselves Mm. You know, it's it's not particularly one person that you know what I want to be you. It's each and every one of us that. What is it that you want to take from somebody? Simple things like our stories can, can can be something to somebody. Like people, story. I is one one of my favorites. Um, she went through so much, and I'm like, wow, girl, you are so many things. Can I just <laughs> have your strength? You know. So we can just take a little bit of whatever that we need. Um, another mm-hmm. controversial one uh, is it Julius Malema. Julius Malema is bold. I don't think there's anybody as bold as Julius Malema. <laughs> no. You can take True. so much courage from him, you know? So with me, yes, there are. It's just a matter of what lens you are looking at. What is a role model? So there's plenty.
0: Okay. No. Wow. Um, so basically, it's just a matter of availability and uh, people coming forward. And yeah, you know what? One of the things, just to add on what you're saying, is that we are living in a world where there's so much stigma and we want to stick to that. And I, I believe there is so much to unlearn. And, you know, looking at COVID alone, there's so much to unlearn that we thought this is it, but we need to unlearn so many things because that's the thing about living in a shell or something, a cocoon, something that was built by you, uh, that was built for you to say, this is how things should be, you know? I believe that we should learn to be uh, barrier breakers. You know, we just break barriers wherever we go. We we are able to, to live outside the box, you know? Um, Right now, when a a, a child, a boy, a boy child plays with a doll, it's like you are a sissy. But guess what? If you teach a child, a boy child right now to take care of a baby, by the time he becomes a father, he will know that this is not only for my wife to do. But as a father, I step in and help her to take care of the kids, you know, whereby it's okay for a a boy child to be taught um, how to to clean how to do dishes and things like that without having to have the stigma. No, that is done for the for for that is for for the ladies. Also even for the ladies, uh-huh. the same thing, whereby now we, we we're building a culture of um, helping, being team being teammates, you know, mm-hmm. building together mm-hmm. in, in a way that both of you complement each other. But then because of the stigma, when a boy child plays with a doll, they are told that is for girls, you'll you become a sissy boy. But that's not the case. From my observation and my opinion, I feel like I think them playing with the dolls will actually teach them to be responsible and to, you know. And there are so many things I can Mm -hmm. go on and on, but because of time, I won't get into them. But what I'm trying to say, and the point I want to make is that I believe, going back to what uh, Maureen was saying, that, you know, it all starts in the home, that we should, there are things we need to now rearrange so that parents, as a father, as a mother, how you want your child to model himself to be an example you need to, there are certain things you need to teach them meaning that we need to now look at the problem because the, the problems are so many we have a lot of them but now we need to find solutions we need to get solutions mm-hmm. and many a times we run away from the problems instead of actually going to the problems and guess what solutions most of the time are actually in the pro in those problems that we are running away from because how when you solve a problem, you get the answer, right? When you are, giving, when you are given a, 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 a solve for X, to solve for X, it's a problem, you need to solve for X. Um, I hated that, by the way. It's a little mathematics. (laughs) But anyway, so when you are solving for X, you are not going to go to your English book or your African's book or your uh, Uh economics book to try and go solve for X or find the answer. No, you need to find the answer on the solve for X, you know, and get the answer there. So I think that's how we, we the change of mindset. Let me just close it by saying that we now need to be open-minded and learn to change Mm -hmm. our minds because if we are not Mm open-minded we're not gonna learn anything that's the truth about it yes so Mm -hmm. thank you ladies so much wow those are those were very powerful inputs that you you shared there uh, and pointers um so in closing uh i would love you guys to give your final remarks um uh and also just to share what can be done, just to build up on what I was just saying right now that we have so many problems now what are what solutions can be how are we going to recover from that instead of complaining about it instead of dwelling on it instead of blaming covid because covid we don't see it but it's there and it affected us but we are here what are we going to do about the effect so ladies um, i'm going to start with you so what can be done going forward to influence the next generation not done maybe um a lot of people always say that um girls are being given the opportunity in terms of many things. Boys are not. Where where are the um where are programs for boys? But I look at it and I'm like, okay, who, who the people who are asking that, if you see a gap, what are you doing about it? Because pointing it out, it's not enough. What are you willing to do if you see that it's a burden? what are you willing to do we don't We have a lot of high teas, women gatherings, but we have we don't have a lot of men's gatherings, so how can there mm-hmm. be more programs for boys if they're not even a simple men's gathering? So I want to know then what can be done going forward, and even you can um, you can add on even if it's the economy, whatever it is that you feel like also can contribute to the recovery of so many things that already COVID has affected us with. Okay. Uh, Thank you so much, Gail. Uh, First and foremost,
1: how can we influence men to be better in the next generation? Well, I'd like to put a bit of responsibility upon the shoulders of women, that as women, let us gather together and empower men by teaching them and by teaching them to be hands-on, meaning let us be a team, or let us be a team that will work together. Let us, on the other side, and let us teach our children responsibility together, and let us not leave the responsibility upon the hands of the father only. And then secondly. Let us try to, as women, let us try to involve men in everything that we do with our children, in everything that we do outside with other people so that they can also get a hold of how things can be done in the absence of a woman in case they are to be alone in a certain situation. Second of all, we need to be patient with men because men do not think the way we do as women. Women can be so optimistic and a woman can juggle five duties or responsibilities at the same time. Whereas if a man can be given such, op- such um, responsibilities, it would be hard to tackle all of them. So I want to emphasize as women, let us support men. Let us be patient with men. Let us show them love and kindness that we want men to show to our children. Let, let everything start from us so that they can learn from us, that they can do things together with us in order to be a better generation tomorrow. To keep it short, thank you so, so, so much.
0: All right, thank you so much um, for those remarks, for those beautiful, powerful final words. We're going to take it to Maureen. Maureen, can, you have, can we have your final remarks on that also? Yes, I think I'm also going to take it back to finding
3: balance. I think things have shifted a bit and of course to our benefit or you know, to making us look better and fine as women. But I think it's also a detrimental to the men because now, like we say, everything is all about women. There's women empowerment yes, in yes. the office. They should be like a woman who's a boss. And so I feel that somehow it kind of works on the um, ego of men. And that's why we're having all these things. So yes. personally, we need to find balance. We need to go back to the drawing board and see how we can balance the two. And unfortunately, men are wired differently. They think they are powerful. And now that it's taken away from them, because we, we are popping, we are doing this thing, you know. We 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 somehow carrying the nation, we somehow carrying the world. We we're running this mm-hmm. world. So the main thing is to go back to the drawing board find balance and still, you know, just um, stroke their ego a little bit and, you know, give them those positions where possible. And also like we said, it needs to start as well back at home with Mm. the mothers, teaching a boy child that washing dishes is not for girls. It's for you, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. those things like we need to study day, you know, just, uh, yeah, for me, it's it's, it's just finding balance and, and, and creating, um, a better world mm. for everyone, and not the other feeling like they're inferior. On the other, the other one feeling mm. superior. Because we as women, when we've got powers, we can be out of order as well. So that will always contribute <laughs> to 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 uh, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. it can always contribute <laughs> to how men take it, you know. Yes, so yes,
0: yeah. yeah. Wow, no, thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's actually very deep. (laughs) Um, All right, Um, Lise Ho, can we have your final remarks?
2: Oh, wow. The ladies have said a mouthful. Um, Oh, wow. Also, just to add on what everybody has said to change, it's not to help them and together as women and want to involve them. Do you want to be involved? Oh, as, can I do this? How can we do this together? It is also our, their responsibility of, of the change and to be have said so much.
0: All right. No, thank you so much. Even yeah. though somewhere, some somehow, there you were cutting, um, we might have missed some important um, points. But um, thank you, thank you. I'm I will, sorry. <laughs> No, it's okay. Um, Gloria, can you give us your final remarks, my sister?
4: Oh, okay. Um, I think all the ladies have said quite a mouthful and very powerful words. Mm. And to add on what they've said, I would say that. Um, you know, perfect love casts out all fear. Mm. So, I think if we can teach a boy child
2: about
4: that, you know, Can you hear me? You yes. Know? Yes. Um, I think I think perfect love casts out all fear. And if we can teach a boy child the standards of living and how a woman should be, should be, um, cherished and how a woman should be, um, cared for, that will do something for the country because everything starts from home. If Mm. you want to be an amazing leader, an amazing economist, an amazing somebody in the education industry or whatever, it starts from home. We Mm. take everything that we are from home. Mm.
0: And there should be All right. I think we lost Gloria there because of um, network. Um, Are you still there? Okay. Um, yes, you can. You can wrap it up. You can wrap it up, Thank you.
4: Okay. And you said something quite powerful when you when you when you introduced um the last question, like on our remarks, mm-hmm. you said that you don't want to um there's a lot of organizations for women, but there's nothing for, for boys. And what are we doing about it? Mm. That is really kind of striking because I feel like sometimes we have too much to say but nothing to do. Yes. Like you see something really bad, you say something about it and just leave it as it is. Yes. Um, so we should have something that we we can do for the boys, you know show them love. It doesn't have to start with an organization or you can start from home with a boy child going to school, your neighbor telling them that you know they can they're worth it. Words are very powerful. the way that we speak, they are very powerful, and I think you can just you know, men easily their egos easily get destroyed. You can tell a man that he's not worth it and he's stupid, and he takes that for. It takes that to heart and mm. i think we should watch that we say how we how we take care of them you know as much as we are equal yes we are equal human beings but our responsibilities are different and mm. sometimes it seems that women are overpowering they're taking even the responsibilities of men and men end up feeling like they have nothing to give so they end up abusing women abusing children and doing all sorts of stuff so if you can give them a chance
0: And also, Mm -hmm. mentor them as well, you know? Mm -hmm. all right. Wow. Sure. No, thank you so much for that. Also. Um, I love what you said. You said we have too much to say, but less to do. I think what we can take from this is that we have a lot of work to do, um, and we need to start taking action in, in what we say. We also need to find a way to give a helping hand and contribute you know, and not just keep pointing what is wrong. wherever you see that there's a gap, find yourself there or find a way of um, bringing a solution to that particular problem wow thank you ladies i really enjoyed this discussion and i like i learned a lot i mean sure i loved every moment of it i learned a lot from you guys again something new i told you i'm gonna learn something new and i did thank you so much for for your time for taking time just to be part of this podcast and um i really appreciate um you taking time um I, I, I just want to say this, you know, having to walk this journey with you guys when we started writing the book and where we are now and um, how even just hearing the things you all are sharing, it's as if it has also opened up um, our minds to, to view life differently. And I really appreciate every time I have conversations with you, even individually, there's always... You know that spark. You know it's like you are on the move, and you want to see things happening, and you are doing something about it. So I, I hope and I pray that um, God's favor be upon you as you uh, continue to 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 run um, after your dreams and to to do whatever it is that you are doing in order to achieve the mandate that you believe you are here for. So. Thank you for tuning in on this special episode, Celebrating Women's Month. And as we close off this month, I would like to leave each and every woman with these words. As women, we rise by lifting up each other, and we achieve more when we support each other. This Women's Month, may we be reminded that an Imbogoto is not one who's got it all together, But she's one who has so much on her plate, but still manages to get things done. One who sometimes feels like giving up, but never does. One who's been through the most in life, but still manages to be there for those who need a shoulder to cry on. And one who has fallen many times, but chooses to get back up again. Until next time. May you be blessed in abundance. And I'm going to leave you with this favorite song of mine. And I hope you enjoy it. Bye.
2: just a student you're my teacher yeah, yeah, yeah. when you send a message i receive uh, yeah, yeah. wash away the pain on all your people cause they caught up in the shackles only you can freedom i've been analyzing been analyzing and i just started realizing good line